This is Megan and Stacy. Welcome to this week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode. In case you are new to this series, in each of these episodes, we share six meal ideas that we have cooked in our own homes. You can turn these ideas into your meal plan for next week, or you can settle on over to our free listeners community to get even more ideas on our weekly meal planning threads. Visit our community and check out the free discussion boards to get this week's links and visit didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community to learn how to sign up for that free community as well as details about our supporting membership. Do, 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 Megan. Those trumpets <laughs> are heralding in the beginning of the school year, the 2023-24 school year for the Splawn family. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. How's it going for your cooking? Uh, fine. <laughs> remember? <laughs> Do you remember once how I revealed? I don't even know if it was in a what we're cooking meeting now or something else. How I revealed that I, when I know, when it's a week where we have a what we're cooking and eating now, I try a little bit harder at my like meal planning and <laughs> cooking because I like to have like really fresh ideas for our listeners and like try out new stuff. I have a long list of like things I want to cook. But friend, the motivation to actually try new recipes in the midst of school starting, uh, work ramping back up for my husband, which has been like a slow summer for him with the writers and the actors strike. Uh, So then I feel like it's like two transitions, like back to school Mm -hmm. and that. And then soccer starting yeah like i just don't i cannot even so everything that i'm cooking this week is like old standbys it's so funny because i'm still one summer break (laughs) guys i'm still here but i had this experience earlier in the month where my boys did a week of sleep away basketball camp basketball is life like 24 7 And I was like, that's when I'm going to make the focaccia. That's when I'm going to make those blueberry muffins. That's when I, because I'm thinking they're out of the house. I'll have more energy. And I forget that when they get out of the house, I'm like, oh, my energy changes. And I like realize all like, I'm just tired. That's what I'm trying to say. I realize that I need rest. And I feel like the same thing happens at the beginning of every school year for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to be out of the house. I'm going to have all this time to focus. And there's this transition for us as well, where we realize like, oh my gosh, we're so tired. (laughs) Like we just expended so much energy. So you think you're gaining time, but actually you need that time just to recalibrate and refresh and rest. Yes. And then when you've rested, then there's like, the catching up. Yeah, because the rest like, actually has to go to all this other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Catching up on work because we've been in totally. like summer slowdown and now we're like ramping it up. And then I'm also like trying to do the the house transition from summer to fall, which we have a whole episode coming up about how we do that. Um, and I think I mentioned this to you in like voice memos. I've been on a real, like we've been in our house for two years. I've been on a real just like, purging the closets kind of run this summer. And I'm trying to do like one closet every week. And I love it. Like, I love that energy, but it means I don't have any energy for 
like trying new recipes or cooking elaborate meals for my family. So have you been, let's start at the beginning. Are you making meal plans? Or you don't I even am. have energy for that. Okay, you are. I am because I'm very much soothed by routines. And because I'm putting all this energy to other things, I'm definitely like doing grocery pickup and not just going to the grocery store and shopping on a whim because I need I as much as like I don't feel motivated to cook or I'm not that excited about cooking. I still have to feed my family and I still have a budget to be uh, under, especially with Brian having had a slow summer. So, yeah. Okay, so your meal planning. Meal plan. And what were your categories this past week? Did you have, like, did you use a meal plan template? I did, actually. I did my classic, like, oh, we're going to have pasta on Monday. On Tuesday, we're going to have something tortilla-based. We did do a bowl meal of a salad, mm-hmm. which will be when I reveal what salad it was will be of no surprise to anyone. It was a long time, didn't I just feed you listeners? And Does then, it involve bagged greens, chicken nuggets, and ranch? Hell yes. <laughs> hell yes, it does. So, so you did. Okay, so you did a bowl meal. And just in terms of categories, because this has been a conversation this month, that could be a bowl meal category, or it could be like salad Saturdays, salad. right? Yeah. Either way. But so, okay, that's three. What else did you do this week? What are your categories? Um, We also did, this is funny that we did a salad. We, do- we did about double bowl meals. Emmett requested sushi one night, mm-hmm. which I bought the, like, I brought the nori wrap. I have a bunch of sushi rice on hand from like a field trip that Emmett and I did one week this summer. And when it came time to do it, I was like, I absolutely cannot do it. Sorry, little dude. (laughs) And so we just had like rice bowls and not even like not even our really tasty salmon rice bowls that we contributed to recipe club this month, but literally just like smoked salmon because that's what we usually do when we do sushi rolls. And then like some cooked blistered snap peas and cucumbers and avocados and like a bunch of herbs and stuff. But then just like rice. Yeah. Smoked salmon sliced or you know how they now will have like a filet cut of smoked salmon. Yes. Vacuum packed. Okay, wait. A third option that is available in our grocery store, I think is like all the trimmings, but it's usually cheaper. And I'm going to forget the brand, but they call it like snack cut oh so instead of like the slices which are nice for like sandwiches or on bagels or the side or filet cut it's literally like little snacky pieces so it crumbles up on a bowl beautifully beautifully. nice yes okay so yeah that was one meal we did this week we did do nugget salad which we can link to our epicurious recipe where we talk about all the ideas for that but it was parent orientation night at the elementary school so we and there is a chicken strip place in our little town that we live this is so weird we live on a mountain so like and we're on the side of it so when we say like up on the mountain is where the elementary school is there's a little grocery store there's a domino's pizza uh, there's a little coffee shop, and then there is the drive-through chicken tender place. Mm-hmm, that sounds so good. I want a chicken tender place. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like we talk about nugget salad in terms of frozen nuggets, but that night it was like I don't even have time to like let the oven preheat. I, we're literally doing Guthrie's drive-through, getting a bucket of nugget of chicken strips. 
<laughs> and having salads. And that's what we that did. That sounds it delicious. The pasta we did, I feel like I've talked about this before, but Brian's family does what they call like Nana's lasagna, which is basically like a baked ziti kind of dish. But it's all less complicated. Like she cooks ground beef and like does sauce and the pasta gets cooked with a little bit of sauce. And then instead of like lasagna layers of ricotta, it's like a a seasoned ricotta, no egg in it that just like goes right on top underneath a layer of pre-shredded Italian Mm -hmm. cheese. And it's really delicious. It's one of my husband's favorites. It's one of the kids' favorites. And it's like such a comfort meal for all of us. Sounds great. And you served that with a salad? Roasted broccoli because it all goes in the oven all together at one time. And we're still on our broccoli bullshit around here. Using from frozen? From frozen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because we are in shortcut season right now. I have to be honest with you. That sounds like a good meal plan for someone who doesn't have a lot of inspiration around cooking right now. Yeah. I just feel like every, you know, it's the thing of being like content creators, of being podcast hosts. Like I want to come always with fresh ideas. But the reality is I don't, I cook things on repeat for my family. And I've probably mentioned some version of all of these recipes, at least in the last six months. I know, but that's the reality of it. I think that's what people appreciate, Megan. Like that's the truth. Stacy, it's getting warmer and the weather has me so ready for a wardrobe update, but I want it to be for the long haul without spending a fortune. Quince is your place. It's not easy to get quality pieces that you can count on to last without investing a ton of money. But at Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I love the pieces I bought from Quince last year, too. I wear my linen pants nonstop. I'm so impressed with what I get for the price, which is 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Which means it's time to snag their 100% washable silk skirts and camis that I've been eyeing. And don't forget, Quince has the chicest accessories for great prices. Get warm weather ready with us and Quince. Go to quince.com slash D-I-J-F-Y for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y short for didn't I just feed you. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Additional terms and conditions apply. 
this week, I'm coming with the fresh ideas. Okay, good. But, and I'm going to warn people, like, I'm at the tail end of summer, and my kitchen renovation in Brooklyn is not complete. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're That's going to be back. a hurdle for back to school and going back into the city. Sure is. So, like, I'm about to be in your seat. That's why I'm so impressed, because I'm, like, mentally gearing up. Like, okay, see, like, you know, like, not having inspiration, like, not having energy and being stretched thin. Like, you can still make a great meal plan. Like, Megan's meal plan, that was so good. I actually think it's going to be, like, even way harder for me, because I don't really yeah. know what the deal is going to be in terms of... Uh, what you'll have access yeah. to. Like, so, will you have... TBD if you'll have a fridge or yeah, no, have well, we a kept, microwave. We kept all our old appliances in case new appliances don't arrive in time. So I was more thinking from a like electrical standpoint. Like, yeah, no, no, no. We'll have, to have, okay. we'll have. Okay. Good, but like, good. I just don't know how comfortable it will be. And with people coming in, like all of our stuff is packed up. And if it's still like, it depends what level of dust is still happening on a daily basis. Like, I don't want to unpack everything and then be crazy washing everything. So I might just be getting like a big thing of plastic plates. I don't know. It's just, I, I should know, but we're really leaving it to the last minute. And then the other thing is that Ziggy can't be in the house easily if there are workers coming in and out every single day. So it might not, it might just be me and the boys like yeah. crashing on the top two floors, which weirdly <sighs> makes me less motivated because they're going to just be like, great, let's just get takeout every night. That's just what's easy. And like without Mike there, without the joy of like feeding him because he's always the one that like. Who's so game. Yeah. Who's so yeah. game and like likes everything I cook, no matter what it is. And is always like, ah, I really appreciate you making dinner. It's like, it's like a joy for him every night. I'm like, okay, great. So I don't know what it's going to be like. So guys, drink this one in. I was inspired. <laughs> I was, I'm in summer mode Wait. and I'm inspired. Okay, so we have to talk about, we have a whole episode on how to feed your family during a renovation that we recorded pre your renovation. So it'd be really interesting to get updates in these What We're Cooking and Eating Now episodes into September as you're living that life. Also, I'm kind of with the boys. I feel like there's something fun. Yeah. I know that like the concern is that you have to dig yourself up out of like, if you go through a season of like fast food cooking or like doing a lot of shortcut, shortcut cooking, sometimes it's harder to get yourself out of that. Even if like the circumstances change, like the kitchen is finished or like, I think we both talked about this during COVID. It was much easier to just do a lot of short cookie, shortcut, like, quote unquote, junk food kind of things. Yeah. And then it also gets even more complicated that somewhere between the second and third week of September, I'm going on a trip with my mother to Greece. We are taking a class, a cooking class, a week-long cooking class in Ikaria, Greece, which is an island, like, it's a Greek island, but it's actually, like, way closer to Turkey. But there's a Greek cookbook author, Diane Kochilis is how I said her name, but then my mother corrected me the other day, and I don't remember how she corrected me. So I've been saying it wrong all this time. But maybe you guys are familiar with her. She's, like, one of the preeminent Greek cookbook authors in the U.S. She is Greek, too, but she goes back and forth. So I'm 
excited, but like the timing couldn't be harder. <laughs> so then I like, know. I don't even know like how to settle into my kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Like it might not even make sense for me to unpack, even if things are kind of ready to be unpacked. Cause I'll Until be leaving. You're right. Yeah. Cause then it won't get organized. Well, so I don't know. It's really, it'll be really interesting to like be checking in with you every other week about this stuff. I think it's going to be not a tough fall. Yeah. Not that you need my validation, but I think all of the like waiting and waiting to see is the best thing that you can do because otherwise you'll be disappointed if you make plans totally. and then you can't, you know, you can't unpack in those couple of days before Greece or whatever it might yeah. look like. You're being flexible. It's anyway. Being flexible. Being flexible. Being flexible. I'm being flexible. Okay, let's revel in my summer comfortable cooking. I don't know. Tomato sandwiches. Tomato no, sandwiches on repeat. What have you been cooking and eating okay, for in dinner. the last bit of summer? So yes. I don't often go to Bon Appetit anymore, but I was on Bon Appetit fairly recently, or maybe it came to me via social. There was a recipe for Adana kebabs. And one okay. of the ways that they were selling it, it must have been on social because it was like a little, like a marketing twist was like, these are Adana kebabs that you don't need the actual kebabs for. So Adana kebabs tend to be oblong and a little bit more flat, which makes them thicker. They're made with ground meat. And uh, often when they're made traditionally, at least as I've seen them, like in Turkey and then similar things in Greece, they do like the long metal skewers, like two of them through the whole kebab. And there was a little bit of baking soda in this. And like, they just pitched it as like, forget about it. Like just shape it and this will sit on the grill without the kebab. And I was like, I love that because I love kebabs. I grew up Greek eating kebabs all the time. And I'm just so annoyed by kebab sticks. <laughs> okay. Wait, in fairness, you do, if you do wooden ones, you have to soak them. Yeah, it's annoying. Otherwise they burn yeah. up. So you have to be like, thoughtful about when you're going to kebab. And if you have metal ones, sometimes they're hard to clean. Yeah. They can be harder to maneuver on the grill yeah. than something that's like a patty, even if it's oblong. Because do you use tongs? Do you use tongs and a thin metal spatula? So I'm with you. Yeah. I think, can we kebab without yes. the kebab? It's <laughs> totally. an internal question. Totally. So I was like, I'm sold. It was great. The recipe calls for, I think, or did I make this up? I don't really know. I think that the recipe called for either ground lamb or ground beef or a combo. My kids don't like lamb. So I did just beef. And it's basically like beef, a little bit of baking soda, like to tenderize the meat, and then a ton of fresh herbs and some mm. seasoning. And then you really massage it so that the meat gets really soft and you shape it, you refrigerate it for 15 minutes. Um, and then you throw it on the grill. And while I refrigerated it, I just made a watermelon feta salad with some pickled onions. And it was delish. I uh, had gotten some lavash because I was at a bakery that had lavash. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. I was planning on just picking up pita from the supermarket. I just kind of yeah. looked out. Special bread, kind of. I don't know. Lavash felt like special bread. It felt more special than pita, even though it's essentially the same thing. But that was like a really great meal, low lift ultimately, because you're just mixing everything in one bowl. The like hardest part about it is just chopping a bunch of herbs, which doesn't bother me. 
Yeah, and that's not necessarily hard. It's just a little bit of added time. Totally. No sauce. No. Oh, yes, I did make a sauce. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I think the recipe has a sauce that comes with it that I didn't follow. But I just basically do what I always do and take like Greek yogurt, a little microplane garlic, olive oil, lemon juice. Sometimes I add cucumber and goat tzatziki. This time I didn't. I did some like sumac and salt. And that was it. Perfection. It was really good. And then... Do you eat it sort of like in the lavash as sort of like a handheld sandwich? That's what the boys did. I didn't. Okay. I kind of like tear the bread and cut it up and whatever. Yeah. But yes. So good. The boys made sandwiches. As I was at the, oh, when I'm upstate, there's a butcher and a farm where I get my meat from that's local. Like the meat is from the farm. And they had boneless ribeyes that I was just like, oh. I just want steak. So because of like affordability and ease, often when I'm grilling steak in the summer for my family, I'm going skirt steak. Right. Right. Because you get more for bang for your buck. Totally. And I also feel like then I can buy more because it's less expensive. And then I cut up the extra and then they have something to make steak sandwiches or tacos like for lunch the next day because my kids in summer are responsible for feeding themselves lunch. So I just was like, I want like a steak like a steak steak yes so they were pricey but i was like let's just do it like it's our special night and so since i had it in my mind that it was a special dinner i also took the time to make a compound butter which doesn't like even take a lot of work it sounds fancy it does but yeah fancy but it's so easy But I had chives and I had garlic scapes that I bought because I was like, oh, you know, garlic scapes are those things that's like ramps, although they they have a longer season, but you see them at the farmer's market and you're like, oh, summer, I need to have garlic scapes. And then they sit in my fridge forever, you know, which they can. They can. They're not. Yeah, they're not as perishable as ramps, like not nearly, which is nice. But then I'm like, oh, and I like have all these ideas of what I'm going to I'm going to make focaccia and put them on top. I'm going to make a pesto like sauce with them. And I was just like, I'm taking this the garlic scapes. I feel like this isn't the best use of them, but it's going to be delicious. And I just chopped them super finely with chives and made a compound butter. That was it. Chives, garlic scapes, a little lemon zest grilled the ribeye steaks, topped them with compound butter, and then I made a melon, tomato, and burrata salad, mm. which was good. And then I did more because I was like, this is a special dinner because I, wa- I wanted yes. to justify buying expensive steak. <laughs> <laughs> and I also had, uh, I did shishitos on the grill, just like in the cast iron. And then I also wanted to keep using the grill. I had corn on the cob, but I didn't feel like sometimes I'm annoyed. Okay. Sometimes I'm annoyed at putting corn directly onto the grill. Oh, I am. It's like, yeah. Okay. I feel very validated because <laughs> you love it's the grill. So, I and- love grilling, but you know what? I like to microwave the corn because, and then like finish it on the grill because I find the grill, especially if you just like throw the, like everyone's like, just throw yeah. the cor- the cobs on there. And then they like get burned, they fall in, there's flare ups because of it. And then they're cooked and they have like charcoaly burned bits that you can't get off along with you can't get the soak off. Okay. I feel so validated. And so sometimes I do microwave them and finish them on the grill. More likely if I microwave them, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. This is corn, right? But I tried something different and it came out great. 
Okay. Okay. So I peeled the corn. I put it in a, on a piece of aluminum foil and I wrapped it, but not tightly, like kind of loose. And I just sliced a piece of the compound butter and threw it in there. Oh, actually, I also put a little bit of oil on my hands because I mm -hmm. knew that I'd probably be bad at remembering to turn them, to turn the foil packets the whole time. So I put a little bit of uh, oil on my hands, rubbed the naked corn, put it in the uh, aluminum foil, threw in a pat of butter and kind of loosely closed it and then put those packets on the grill, like in the back where the fire was low. And they cooked in just about the same time as the steak, but something unexpected happened where because I didn't turn them regularly, some parts of the corn through the aluminum foil got nice and browned. Yeah, like caramelized. Yes! Mm. but without the like burn and charcoal, like without all of that. And they were delicious. Like everybody was like, this is so good. Also, it's good corn. It is. Yeah, it was Time. good corn. Like that, those two things together. You couldn't take grocery store corn and make it taste that delicious with the same You're right. Technique, probably in right. In my opinion. You're probably right. But it, yes. it came out great. So like that felt mm, like a I love feast. That. Like, ribeyes and shishitos and melon tomato and salad tomato melon yeah. with burrata yes. yes so that was like a special meal and i will say like it did take a little bit more effort but the whole thing felt inspired and the fact that so much went on the grill like the shishitos and the steaks and the corn did make it kind of easy like the right like you didn't this is the magic yeah, of the grill totally. to me like oh i don't now have like a bunch of sheet pans totally. and a skillet and like you know, this and that. And you probably could, if you did any cooking in the skillet, probably could have reused the shishito skillet for also like searing the steaks. I love it. Okay. I would, if we were closer, I would give you a gold star. <laughs> Thank you. I feel very good about it. Um, okay. okay. What else? And then the last thing I did was uh, I braised some beans in a cherry homemade, like cherry tomato sauce. Okay. And then I had grilled sausage and made a kale salad. So basically I had a bunch of um, cherry tomatoes. So it's been really, really rainy by us. And mm -hmm. rain can make tomato skins a little bit thick and can impact tomato season. So I'm gonna tell you, tomato season is good and like it's really hit a stride second half of August, but like the tomatoes weren't all fantastic, which was a little bit annoying, especially at the beginning of August. So I was really still buying like cherry tomatoes a lot as well, which sometimes in the summer I, because we do cherry tomatoes all winter because those are right. the good ones in the wintertime. I'm like, I'm done with cherry tomatoes. I want like good, juicy, like really steak great. And air yeah, yes, exactly. Heirlooms. And right. So I had these two cherry tomatoes and I just put them in a pan with garlic, really good olive oil, like basil, and just let them cook down into a sauce. And then added two cans of drained and rinsed white beans and let mm. them cook through. Finished with some more fresh basil. When I was in South Africa, I bought these two olive oils. One is an herb olive oil that is just so delicious. It tastes like it has like fresh basil in it. And the other is a smoked garlic and chili. And it's actually spicy olive oil. That's really good. But I took that herb olive oil and I finished it so that I could get some of that fresh basil herb flavor on top and then dotted the whole thing with burrata because I had two 
balls of burrata that week. I used one for my steak salad and I used the other to top these beans. And then just the grilled sausage on the side and like the shredded kale salad. Like I, this actually was a quick meal. I know it sounds like it's a lot, but it wasn't. The kale salad, literally, I just shredded the kale, did fresh lemon juice, salt, olive oil. And like, that was it. Then I was like, mm, this is a little boring. I was going to toast bread crumbs and I felt like that was too much work for some reason. And I found some like Marcona almonds. So I just chopped them real fine and tossed them in there for texture. It was, that was a really good meal too. That is the one meal that I'm like, ooh, I have some field peas in the freezer that I bought at the market this summer. And it would be really easy to recreate that meal for my family. I would probably do special bread too. Yeah, totally. That special like, bread makes I say sense. special bread. But like garlic yeah, bread. Yeah, totally. But sausages, braised tomato braised beans. Ugh, sounds so good. So very summery over here. It's going to be, you know, what is, what's, isn't there a saying? I don't know if you guys know this about me, but because my parents are immigrants, I don't get any of my sayings correct because they were never said correctly to me. But like Wait. the mighty <laughs> shall fall or something, like something about like when it's really good, like the fall is hard. Yes. Like I feel like this okay. the end of summer has been so good. And then I the other shoe is about to yes. drop or something. <laughs> totally. Yes. Okay. It's gonna be rough. We, that means you have to tune in. It could be rough. I it could be fun and interesting. And even if all you do is order takeout, I still want to know. Yes. Because like sometimes share. that's inspiring in a different way, right? Like, oh, we can do butter chicken yep. at home. Like that does sound like a cozy meal. Totally. Or yes, we should do more pizza takeout. So you guys are going to have to tune in and see. But in the meantime, remember that you can get recipe links to everything we mentioned here today by visiting our free community. If you haven't joined us there yet, hey guys, why not? It's free. All you have to do is go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Look for the free option, click it. You'll share your email, which we never share with anybody. And that's it. You're in and you'll get all these links. And if you want bonus episodes and other goodies, including an ad-free stream of every single episode of Didn't I Just Feed You, you can also check out our supporting community options. They are on that same page. Follow us on Instagram, where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed. 